Hello, welcome to Baffled, the podcast where we have a little look to find the most amazing facts on the planet that turn out to be just complete, utter gibberish and nonsense. Uh, my name's Dan. Thank you so much for listening. This week, I've got three facts, one about an all-time classic movie, another about how cities hide stuff, and the third is about a majestically horny rhino. Um, it would be quite a short show if it was just me and those. I've got two mates with me as well. Uh, Mark, Mark is here as well. Mark, what facts have you brought for us today? Firstly, I would disagree. I think if you have a fact about a majestically horny rhino, then I think that would fill a good hour on its own. But nonetheless, I am here to help you along. And this week, is it possible to invade a country without knowing? turns out it's a bit more common than you might think also why a british Airways censoring films and finally if you're like me you'll have always wondered about the origin of a certain well-known record book well i've got the story for you later on connor's here as well connor what have you brought to the table well i'm still trying to think about this horny rhino so i'm quite excited about that one dan three facts for you calories from mcdonald's i might upset you with that one if you want to be an armadillo at any point in life Always. It's during the war. That's that's the time to be the armadillo. And how wet is your water, gentlemen? <laughs> how wet is your water? Oh, we've reached that point and it's only episode 10. Stick around more on the way. It's this week's Baffled. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, before we properly crack on, right, I re-listened to last week's episode, boys, and I'd like to start with just like a little apology to Connor. I didn't think at the time I was ragging on you as hard as I was. I think I was in quite a curmudgeonly mood last week. Do you know what? I've listened back as well. And during the time of it, I, I didn't feel like you was. Then I listened back and it, it did come across like that, but no offense taken. We're all friends here. It, it's what makes the podcast the podcast, mate. Don't worry. This is why I had to act as peacemaker last week. The two of you were like a little, you're like siblings who just had a little argument all day long. Interesting that you came away from listening to that podcast thinking, oh, it's fine. We're all mates here. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're all friends and I've listened back and uh, there was there was tears. But no, Dan, we're good, mate, but I will be getting you back at some point. You just wait. Listen, if you hear any facts um, that kind of spark your interest, if you've got something that you want to share with us, remember, you can always get in touch. Slide into our DMs. You can find all our handles in the episode notes below. Uh, now, can I just can I just make it add an addendment to that, though? Because I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the people that that I'm now seeing will, because we do this podcast, like, oh my God, I've got a great fact for you. So this is like, you know, friends and colleagues and 
and people like that. And they was like, oh, I've got a great fact for you. Before you give me your fact, can you please fact check it? Because otherwise I fact check it. It turns out to be rubbish and entirely wrong. And then you get annoyed at me for not using it on the podcast. Hold on. So Hold please on. fact check your facts if you're going to send us some where, facts in. Where are you... I mean, we're sitting here like we're some sort of like pro fact people. Like, where are you fact checking, Mark? What is that? Well, it's stuff like this week, for example. I had someone who told me that uh, they were like, oh, I've got a great fact for your podcast. I was like, okay, brilliant. I'll, I'm always open to hearing facts because it means less production work for me. I'll just steal yours instead of finding my own. And they were like, uh, 85 or 90%, not sure on the entire number. And I was like, okay, I can look that up. That's easy. Uh, 85% of polar bears are left-handed. So I looked into it. Absolute lies. There is That, that is a huge myth, but actually there is no proof that they are left or right-handed at all. Right, so we need to fact check. Yeah. If you're going to tell me a fact and be like, oh my God, I've got an amazing fact for you, just check it out first. Quick Google. That's all I'm doing. Have right, a quick Google. If I can disprove it in two seconds, cool. you are... You're not worthy of a friendship. Mark's on it already. I'm Dan. Making it big. Dan, Dan, what's going on here, Dan? I, I, I tell you what, if last week it what's was me happened? against you, this week it might be you and me against him. <laughs> Look, don't let that put you off. If you've got a fact, get in touch. <laughs> Slide into our DMs on Instagram. Listen, Connor, I know, yeah, as I said, I was a bit hard on you last week. Uh, so I'm going to open the floor up to you. This podcast is about learning, it's not about shooting each other down. So, Connor, um, I say that with the best of intentions. What is your first fact? Oh, I appreciate that, mate. Well, just quickly before I get into the first fact, I just want to give a shout to Harps the 79 who gave a message and said, it's genuinely a great podcast. Keep up the good work, gents. So thanks for that. That's nice to read. And I'm about to make your day, Harps the 79. I because don't know how did... I feel about the word genuinely, though. What? Right, any... What? Already, it's kind of broken. Yeah, I'm broken. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around it. <laughs> right, what's your fact? Right. A Caesar salad from McDonald's has more calories, fat and salt than the double Big Mac. <sighs> is it actually? That's yeah. insane. No, I know, I know. And you sit there, right? And you think to yourself, yeah, see, this is what I bring, okay? You sit there and you think, you know, this isn't an amazing fact. But I'm telling you now that all of those people that listen, all of those hundreds of thousands that are on Baffled right now, tuning in, they've been making mistakes, but Caesar salad, you think you're getting the healthy option? No. Go for the double Big Mac. I mean, in fairness, people have been making mistakes straight off if they're walking into McDonald's and going, oh, I'll have a Caesar salad, so, please. So this is it. This is it, right? T two things. Mark, I can't believe that you were at all shocked by that because it doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed by the first fact. But yeah, there's no way, Connor, any, like no one is going into a McDonald's and, and having a Caesar salad like Willie, the only, the only people that are having it are, I want to say mums or dads who have been dragged to McDonald's, but maybe think they're on a bit of a health gig. But I think people are too smart to do that now. It doesn't surprise me at all that there's so much crap in there. Cambridge dieters. What? Well, if you're not the Cambridge diet, you're not, you're not whapping down the double Big Mac. You're going for a for a Caesar salad and trying to be... You see, look, you see this a lot, okay? If you walk into McDonald's, just trust me on this. When you walk in there, once all of this passes and we can go and sit in McDonald's again, have a little look at a table and you'll usually get a lady or a guy sitting there and they're eating the Caesar salad and they're trying to be healthy. They're texting all their mates like, oh, I was good today. I got the Caesar salad from McDonald's. No one's doing that. No. What's a Cambridge What's a Cambridge diet? Cambridge diet, it's like, a, it's like a diet plan, but I think you can like treat yourself here and there and people will probably treat themselves and go for the Caesar salad. See, what, what I'm confused about with this, okay, so 
the double Big Mac is 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 a I mean that is a that is a beefy burger, right? So the Caesar salad has more fat and salt. That I can maybe believe, but how's it got more calories? Isn't it just lettuce? And then like, is it the sauce? I don't understand how it's achieved that. That's the thing I don't understand. It's just chicken. It's just chicken salad, like lettuce, the Caesar sauce, and and isn't it got like um, croutons? Like I don't understand how that's got more calories than a double Big Mac, which you're looking at two pieces of beef, American cheese, onion, double sauce, double Big Mac sauce. How? Uh, do you want to take us through any other recipes while you're here? <laughs> well, was that off the top of your head or are you reading that? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm literally off the top of my head. I do like a double Big Mac. <laughs> oh, that is a disgusting noise. Oh no, I'm so, I'm so hungry for it. But please, Dan, explain this to me. How? Why are you pointing to me? I don't know. I hardly ever eat at McDonald's. Oh yeah, I bet you. I guess, I guess you because you, you're. Ve- what do they actually do vegetarian-wise, other than a wrap at McDonald's? A Caesar salad <laughs> without the chicken. Yeah, it just you know I wanted to share that with people so that if they are looking to lose a little bit of holiday weight, then make sure you eat the double Big Mac and not the salad. Holiday? Who's going on holiday at the minute? Well, you know, I'm calling it holiday weight when really, you know, it's lockdown, it's weight. lockdown weight. Lockdown weight. I like I like that you that you've niched yourself to food recommendation facts this week and last. I'm quite a foodie and I am constantly baking and that is my thing that I'm talking about 24-7. So I've been, I've been into my food. One sec. You can't call yourself a foodie whilst recommending a McDonald's double cheeseburger. A McDonald's double cheeseburger is a fantastic a- delicacy. You cannot call yourself a foodie and do that. Look, I'm going to be honest, okay, and I'm putting it out there. There are lots of amazing burger places. You've got like Honest Burger, Beyond, all this sort of thing, right? Byron Burger. And, you know, if, if you know, there's plenty of no, other burger right, places. No, this, this, like, this, like, like, no, no, no. This, this is not becoming a podcast where we just witter on about every burger place under the sun. It's fine. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of calories in a chicken Caesar salad. Uh, Connor, um, I said I was going to be nice. You're not allowed any more food facts for the next two podcasts, right? No, you're hold on. Food, you're on a food fact ban. Hold on, where did chicken Caesar salad come from? You're not listening to the fact. It's a Caesar salad. We haven't even got chicken on it. Mark, give us your first fact of the pod. Switzerland has accidentally invaded Liechtenstein three times in 52 years. Yeah, great. So just for for Connor's benefit, just run through what Liechtenstein is and where it is. Okay, so Liechtenstein is a very small country. It is one of the smallest countries in Europe, uh, and it is right on the Swiss border. Yeah, they speak German. It's right up it's in known, the it's known for it's known for its medieval castles. I know Liechtenstein. I've been there. Yeah, it, it's owned by uh, it, it's owned by. I don't think it's owned by a king or queen. Is it? Is it? Is it a principality? So it's run by a prince. I think it's like it's almost a commercial place. It's just one family own it. Bet you can't give me the capital. Oh, it's probably Liechtenstein. I'd imagine. No, it's Vaduz. It's a cultural and financial centre. <clears throat> oh, someone can read Google. Uh, so Switzerland has a pretty active military because it's got ongoing conscription. Uh, but over the last 52 years... Sorry, ongoing what? Conscription basically means that you have to join the military at some point. Got you. Over the last 52 years, they have accidentally invaded three times and accidentally attacked Liechtenstein twice more as well. That's, I mean, that's not ideal. Isn't How it? Does one accidentally it's, attack. I know. I mean, let like, me oh. let me run you through the five incidents. Uh, in 1968, the Swiss artillery were practicing. Accidentally hit Liechtenstein's only ski resort. Thankfully, the only damages were a few chairs belonging to an outdoor restaurant. 
just accidentally started firing upon a ski resort rather than the practice grounds they were meant to be in. I reckon that ski resort was charging 70 quid for some nuggets and chips. All ski resorts do, don't they? Uh, in 1976, 75 members of the uh, Swiss army and some pack horses as well took a wrong turn and ended up inside of Liechtenstein. <laughs> instead of uh, being scared by the invasion, apparently the locals just offered them some drinks instead. Took a wrong turn! This is your issue. This is why you keep getting invaded. If you, are, if you offer your invaders like a little bit of drink it's true what do what do they do you have any reports of what they did like what apart from that what the response was to these invasions and people shooting yeah. um, ski so, so this is my favorite so in 2007 that's the latest invasion uh, 171 swiss soldiers mistakenly entered Liechtenstein as apparently they were disorientated and once again took a wrong turn uh the troops returned to swiss territory after they'd traveled more than two kilometers into Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein authorities did not even realize until the swiss apologized for it and their genuine response was, it's not like they invaded with attack helicopters. No problem. These things happen. Oh, I love these guys. The problem with that, them invading and getting confused and a bit lost is like 2007, sat-navs uh, are in operation. You can get yourself a sat-nav then, can't you? It's, it, there's no real excuse. But I love the idea of just some people that live high up in a mountain being like, yeah, 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 fine. yeah it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, as long as you don't come with helicopters, you know, whatever. I don't mean to be rude here, but the military of Switzerland is pretty pants by the sounds of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, given that they have accidentally fired upon them twice, they caused a forest fire in a protected area back in 1985 as well. Plus, they twice <laughs> took wrong turns to end up in Liechtenstein. Like, I get it's a small country, but you can't Mark, just accidentally... Mark, Mark, Mark. You are either the cleverest of men I've ever met. Yeah, How are you bad. just reeling off your tongue? Because I do well, research. They, they, done, they done a forest fire back in 1805 and then back in like 1872. They were like, how do you know these things just off your mouth like that? Because I do research and I've got the facts in front of me. That's no, why. He can read Google. Right, so hang on. When you're bringing your facts to the pod, Con, what, what, what research have you got? Just bits and bobs, mate. Like, you know, a couple of one-liners in case you ask a few questions, but right. I don't really research too much. Nah, what's the point? You're only doing a fat podcast. We, nah. we had a go at people listening earlier on that they should fact-check their facts and you're not even doing it yourself. We? We? No, that was Mark, okay? Look, I, I will take full responsibility by it and I stand by those words. I don't do a, a massive amount of research, you know? I'm, I'm just not a research kind of guy, mate. I rock up, I've got some good facts, you know? I'm telling you about the calories at McDonald's and then I, I just I disappear. That's what I'm about. And it's a wonder why the wonton uh, case goes unsolved. If you kind of know if you've missed this, for someone that does very little research, Connor is very quick to take it upon himself to undertake missions and adventures and quests for the show. Last week, we were on the case of getting Elsie Isla, a woman that lives on her own in a town in America to come on this show. How are we getting on with that, Connor? Yeah, last week, you had, you had found her on Instagram. Have you done anything more? No, and it no. wasn't even her. No, nothing at all. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When I signed up to this podcast, I thought, you know, great idea, two mates, fantastic, looking forward to it, you know, let's get involved. I didn't expect it to take up week on week time to do all of the nonsense that we talk about during it. It, it takes you, it would take you an hour and 10 minutes every week. You record the podcast for an hour, five minutes to do some research, a bit, a couple of bit, bits and bobs for you, and five minutes to send one email to a woman that is on her own with nothing email. else to do in a town in America. Also, just, just to put it out there, 
Connor, you take. We aren't giving you this these jobs. You have taken it upon yourself. Yeah, I get confident. To assign yourself these jobs. So don't be coming at us going, oh, I never knew I was signing up for this. You didn't. You're offering your service. Is there a HR of Baffled? Because I feel like I need to go and speak about my... Uh, yeah, I'm afraid to say it's me. My treatment here of, of used to. I'm going to... This is upsetting for me. All I'm saying is you need to... All right, I'll tell you there's what. no such thing as you can't be lazy. You're one of the people that, you know, you're of the, of the type of person that's always, that when they're on Instagram, they'll put something like, I'm always working. I'm always hustling. Dreamers never quit. Quitters never I've dream. I've never uploaded anything like that in my life. Absolute rubbish. You absolutely Dreamers have. never quit. There no, is, what? No, you, there, you, you have done some garbled nonsense like that in the past. Why, why have you not done this? No, look, right. Someone get me Elsie's email. Yeah, you give me that email address if you can find it, and I'll email her. But I guarantee you, you can't can find, find it. What is it? Like Elsie, Elsie. So basically, Elsie. what you're saying is, can you do my homework? I'll put my name on the top of it. Do you want me to write up a draft for you as well, mate? Do you want me to send it over so you just have the click send? Right. Here's my first fact. Okay. Basically, the headline to this just—I'm not sure how good the fact is. Just it's just the headline to this really made me go. The original director of the movie Jaws got fired because he kept calling the shark a whale. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I, just love, I just love the idea. So this guy, Dick Richards, right, directed loads of movies. The producers at Universal Studios got so tired of him constantly calling the, um, the, the shark a whale that they fired him. I just love the idea that he knows his job is on the line and he still bangs on calling it a whale. I love that. I love that idea. And also what a ridiculous mistake to make. Like he knows he's he the know lead it. in the film. It's almost one of those, like, you know, when a little kid's annoying and the parents are just like, if you say that one more time, I'm taking away your toys. That they went, if you call him a whale one more time, he went, whale. And they're like, right, <laughs> yeah. get fired. Get fired. <laughs> Off you go. I can't believe that. That's 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 quite funny as that's, well. I can't exactly, believe that isn't it? It's just like, you can imagine the director, can't you, going, hey, Richard, hey, Richard, hey, Richard, can you just go over there and get your head into the mouth of the whale again? Whale, it's a whale. No, it's a shark. I love that. I just love the idea. Feed it into my veins. The idea that this, I just love like Larry David, Kirby enthusiasm style things where he just, he just has this thing in his mind and he has to do it. I love it. I really, I would really have loved to be on a fly on the wall as they appointed the second director. And the director was like, now, can you just let me know why you let the first director go? And they just went, uh... Well, Steven Spielberg, so, come on. Sounds a, sounds a bit stupid, but... Um, he just kept calling it a whale. Yeah, you'd be on edge, wouldn't you? If you know that that's the reason that the previous guy got sacked, you'd be on your A game. Here's something quite cool about the dude that wrote it. Did he write the... Yeah, he wrote the book and he wrote some of the screenplay. Um, he was so devastated at the impact that this caused upon sharks, the film Jaws, that everyone suddenly were terrified of sharks and they got a lot of hate, that he dedicated the end of his career uh, to writing books about sharks, advocating how amazing they were and working in shark conservation. That's pretty cool. Do you reckon the other director just read Moby Dick accidentally and thought it was the same story? And that's why he kept calling it a whale. No, I reckon that he just didn't care and thought it'd be fine and plain simply carried on and actually got sacked. Like, you know... As some of your Instagram posts surely say, Connor, you can make a mistake once, but if you make the same mistake twice, we've got a problem. Right, okay. Where, right, we, we need to discuss this a minute. Where has this come from with my Insta? I've literally got seven pictures up and I've never put one of those daft quotes up, ever. You do now. What? 
you deleted all your stuff. Yeah, you yeah. used to be. You used to be a proper dreamer. Are you, but, but I've, I've never put up one of those selfies and been like, dream always. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, go, so, guys. If you just keep dreaming, then you can get you, your no, you can get your own podcast just like me. No. Oh my god, subscribe. Link in the bio. Hit me up on the DM. Are you You're talking more- about when I've got new radio shows and I've been like, you know, work hard, things like that? you're out of the Dwayne Johnson and Mark Wahlberg school where it's like gotta hustle gotta keep working mate I've been annihilated here this is just I need to I need to log off for today I reckon (laughs) Uh, that's cool though this 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 guy knows that it's a shark and I like if he keeps calling it a whale on purpose and he's managed to get fired I just love this dude's chops maybe he just really hated the guy the prop guy who designed it and thought he'd piss him off by calling it a whale rather than a shark. <laughs> You're on to something. It's a personal feud that just went a little bit too far. Right, Connor. Uh, let's have, if you're still there, Connor, let's have your second fact. So second fact. Armadillo shells are bulletproof. In fact, one Texas man was hospitalized when a bullet he shot at an armadillo ricocheted off and hit him in the jaw. Oh, calm as a bitch. Yeah, why it? was he shooting armadillos? Well, I don't know why he was shooting armadillos, but the fact that an armadillo shell is bulletproof is, yeah, nuts. Incredible evolution, right? Incredible evolution, but I love the fact that he tried to kill it and it ricocheted back. I mean, that will teach him, won't it? That is karma at its best. Karma at its absolute best. But why would you be killing an armadillo? I mean, do they eat that? Do they use it for something? Or is that just like for fun? I don't really understand. Interesting, isn't it? How you mainly find armadillos in the southern states of America, as you say, like Texaco, uh, Texaco, in the Texas and Mexico border. And Texaco. That is Isn't Texaco a Texaco. old petrol station? Yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> Texas. <laughs> They've naturally evolved this uh, defense. Well, doesn't armadillo stand for armor in Spanish or something like that? Oh, for God. How do you know these things, James? Well, I mean, come in on. fairness, given that a second thought, that's blindingly obvious amazing uh, well this is what happens Colin, when you bring more than a, a tissue with three things written on it to the podcast <laughs> it, it means a spanish word that means little armored one which makes it mean yeah there we go because you've just googled that correct the yeah. traditionally i think quite an, w- w- i've come on use your laptop he was fact checking my fact they're quite a quite they're quite an ugly creature i think but a little a little armored one makes them seem a little bit cuter well you wouldn't want to shoot it wouldn't want to shoot it wouldn't want to do anything else to it either though connor not like a butterfly no, yeah, well, uh, but the tech, the Texan man was hospitalised, so uh, maybe he learnt a valuable lesson there. Well, would you have any more about him? Do you know what his name is? No, I don't know what his name is. Would you want me to ring him and get him on the get him on the podcast? No, we need to stop offering this, Connor. <laughs> it seems to be that way. In a week, oh, two weeks time, we'll be recording this, and Dan will be like, "Oh, you know the Texan guy that shot the armadillo? Did you manage to like BBM him?" <laughs> yeah, I would when we're back in 2010. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Look on the Bright Side is the brand new podcast which helps to shed light on some of the feel-good, amazing stories happening through this lockdown period. Search Look on the Bright Side wherever you found this podcast and take some time out to enjoy and smile with us. Together we can make it through. Mark, bring your second fact to the podcast. British Airways won't show you the whole of Casino Royale. So the James Bond uh, film with Daniel Craig, of course, has in it a shot of Virgin Atlantic boss Sir Richard Branson. Yeah, They're I know in, the bit. I know the as bit. They go through, yeah, as they go through Miami Airport, uh, Richard Branson is there. Or just just literally get him frisked, you know. Typical security check, getting frisked, going through the um, scanner, and you see the front of Richard Branson for all of two seconds, and then you see the back of Richard Branson. To the point that it's so fleeting that the reason I know this fact is because I Googled to find out whether it was actually Richard Branson or someone who looked a lot like him when I was watching it the other day. If you watch this film on British Airways, they cut Richard Branson from the film. You will never see the two second fleeting bit of their rival company's boss because they are that petty i love that pettiness i love it yeah understandable the best part is so just someone's job someone has sat there while one of their bosses has said you know what you've got to do today get him out get him out we need to put casino royale on like it would be easy to just not put the film on the plane like no one's really gonna care there's a thousand more things on there Someone's got to sit down and edit that. Sorry to interrupt here before we move on. This can't be just the, like, British Airways are going to have to have gone to the film itself, haven't they, to get approval for this, right? No, no, no. They, I, w- when you sit down and watch a film on a plane, it will say it's been edited for airlines, isn't it? So I imagine they've, they have their rights to kind of edit what they want. The best thing is they edit out the front shot of Richard Branson. They don't edit out when you see him, when you see the back of him, but obviously you wouldn't necessarily recognise him. Blonde old man. And then there's quite a key moment where a virgin plane is then seen landing and they've obviously uh, obscured the tail fin on that as well. Now that I can understand a bit more because you don't want to see a rival company's plane when you, you know, when you're on that company, because you might, if you're having a, you know, even an average time, you may go, oh, she's a flying virgin as soon as she's seen virgin. But a two second thing of Richard Branson that I was watching and somebody's doing all right on a 60 inch TV and I only just noticed him. If you're watching it on a tiny little screen in the seat in front of you, you're not going to notice that's Richard Branson. That is pettiness turned up to 11. Subliminal advertising, I call that. It's not even advertising because they're not doing it to reap any benefit. They're doing it because they loathe Richard Branson so much. It's like their feud is like amazingly well documented. Like he started Virgin Airways 
because he was so annoyed at having to wait at a British Airways plane being cancelled. Like they loathe each other. Um, so that's amazing. That beautiful pettiness there. Thank you so much for bringing Dan, that quickly, how does it feel to, to film a scene and be cut from the actual <laughs> film? It's good because I got paid like money when I was 14 to do it. Oh. What film is it? This was what? when I was in Harry Potter, The that Goblet of Fire, when I was yeah. younger. I, oh, yeah. I, I watched that the other day. A, I spotted Dan. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Little Daniel. Little Daniel. Uh, and then I thought, oh, I'll go watch the deleted scene. Oh my, it's a horrific scene. It's a, I mean, it's an awful scene. I, I, Hogwarts with a school song that literally sounds like it was designed by a three-year-old. It's an awful scene. It deserved to get cut. So <laughs> having, se- having said originally, Dan, that it's probably because you were in it, I take it back. It's literally one of the worst film scenes I've ever seen in my life. I filmed Harry Potter for, I'd say, six weeks. You filmed weeks. it. You actually filmed it, mate. I'd you are a lot more talented than I thought. For about six weeks. I reckon one whole week of that was spent shooting the, uh, the Hogwarts, 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 Hogwarts song. I mean, do you remember the song? I mean, probably, yeah. Can, can you give us a rendition now? It's, what is it? Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, what you Hogwarts. <laughs> it does sound like a three-year-old written. Teach us something, please. Whether we be old and bored or young with scabby knees, our heads could do with feeling with some interesting stuff. But now they're bare and full of their dead flies and bits of fluff. Thank you very much. I was in Harry Potter 4. Cheers. Right, uh, I'm going to bring my second fact to the table. There are buildings all over the world whose only purpose is to hide stuff. Toronto has 90 fake houses throughout the city, which have no one in it. Their only purpose is to convert electricity so that the city can use it. London has houses that cover uh, tube lines, and uh, there are some as well where there are escape from, from emergency exits from tube lines. Uh, LA has houses all over it that hide oil derricks. It's amazing. There are buildings all over the world where the only purpose is to hide things. So what? So they're built as a normal house, but inside you open the door and you're like, honey, I'm home. But actually you're saying it to like a tube line instead. Well, if, if you're in a 1950s American movie, you probably do do that. Uh, I think the ones in London were built, I think they, I think they might have been like gutted because London was obviously built age like so far before the um, the underground line, so they had to kind of compensate for the fact there were trains underneath and quite ugly things that they could see. So they they did that by gutting houses. But I imagine places in LA and in Toronto were Do you purpose- they hide anything good hide in any of these places other than just all the crap you've listed. Well, what amazing things would you like to uh, to hide in a in a house, Connor? What would like, I if, hide if you, if you could have a house in a city to hide one thing? What would it be? If I could have a house in a city to hide one thing, what would it be? I don't know, but maybe like, um, maybe myself. You just want to, ha- you want a home? Yeah, like I could record from there, but nobody actually knows where I am. I think that'd be kind of exciting. Everyone would feel quite scared. You know, I could be right next to you and you just don't know. You see, you do make it quite easy for me to like rag on you when I've given you an unlimited potential of things that you could hide and you've chosen yourself so you can record yeah 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 i'd, I'd love that i'd be on my own be amazing can't wait to see your girlfriend's face when she listens back to this with you tomorrow no, she she can be with me of course she's part of me isn't she so she can come i don't know i don't know what you get up to mark i've given you a little bit of time it's a random question but let's go with it what would you hide if i could hide anything um i think i would hide I mean, maybe a man cave. 
you know, yeah. on that same kind of thing, a bit more than just a studio inside of it, you know, just somewhere that I'm, I'm kind of with, I'm having ragged on him. I am kind of with Connor that, you know, somewhere that you can just go and just have nothing. Oh, so but then there's also that there are quite a lot of eyesores that you just wish that you could hide. I lacks invention. Yeah, but also it's the one that benefits me most. Oh, I'd probably become the world's biggest criminal. There you go. Now you're there. This is what you want to do. If I had one, I would use it as a place where I could dig down underground and then dig tunnels throughout the city to like dig up into banks and jewellery stores, places like that. It's a lot of effort though, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite a lot of effort, yeah, really, but think, isn't it? But think of Whereas the... if I just went in and just made a man cave, I'd probably do that in a week. Right, third and final fact. Here we go. Connor, what are you saying? Firefighters use wetting agents to make water wetter. The chemicals reduce the surface tension of plain water so it's easier to spread and soak into objects, which is why it's known as wet water. That is very good. Is it actually wetter though? Is it, is it, is, is it wetter or is it just better at spraying? Well, they've said that it's wetter water. They call it wet water. So that, that is the name of it. Yeah, I guess it is wetter, isn't it, really? Because what is wet? Is wet. Say that, that's the question of what is wet. Yeah, what is wet? <laughs> How do you describe wet? Does it just mean that it's just less viscous? So therefore it's able to spray better and you can get a better coverage of it rather than... You know, like a, it almost thins the water. Yeah. So oh, it's just wet, mate. It's just <laughs> great. Wet. It's just wetter than the normal water. Professor, Professor Connor Knight. Uh, should we do a science experiment on this? No, it's fine. It's just wetter, isn't it, mate? No, yeah, it is. That's the idea of it. You know, you're, you're putting stuff out that's on fire. It is just wetter water. Should we try and discover how the universe was made? No, it's fine. It just popped up one day. Yeah, it says the wet meaning, covered and saturated with water or another liquid. Yeah, no, so it's it's just it's just wetter, so it's not as dry. Here's here's the other question, right? What is wet? Is water itself wet, or does water make things wet? Oh, I tell you what. Oh, I tell because you what. then then I because then I can buy into wetter water. Because if water isn't itself wet, water is just a liquid, but the liquid makes things wet. Therefore, if you have wetter water, it means that it sprays more, it gets more liquid across a bigger area. Therefore, the thing, the solid that it's spraying onto is getting wetter. Therefore, wetter water. Yeah, that's probably the idea behind it. I just like the fact that water's well. I think you're, there are T's in there. I think you are correct in the, I think, I think something is wet if it is, if it either is, if it has properties of water, so if it either is water or it's been covered by water, so I don't think the water itself is wetter. I just think it's able to make other things wetter, better, better, wetter water, or as Connor says, better wetter water, <laughs> better wetter water. Mark, give us your your final fact. Okay, the Guinness World Records book was first devised due to an argument. Great, tell me more. So everyone obviously knows about the uh, Guinness Book of Records. Hold on, us three certainly do, all being Guinness World Record holders, may I say. Uh, <clears throat> how many world records have you got, Connor? No, I don't. Your ones are rubbish. Mine is great. Connor, how many world records have you got? I've got one. How many you got? I've got two. Dan, how many have you got? I have just the one. Oh, seems like I'm the best one here. Yours so, are the Nafis, though. It goes no, yours two, then Brilliant. Connor. Yeah, and then yours mine. aren't on your own, may I put. Okay, therefore I have just a one, so we're all equal. What, what are yours <laughs> so, again? Uh, mine are the world record for the most number of 
soft toys caught blindfolded by a team of two uh, in 30 seconds and then we did the Usain Bolt we doubled up we also did it for 60 seconds easy if you're going to do it more than once yeah it's fine uh, Connor what's yours? Uh, mine is the world record for the most amount of football badges named in oh, I think it was 30 seconds uh, without any so the badges have quite a lot of things that would give it away removed um, and then I just see the badge and I have to give you the club thanks for that explanation it's easier to do the challenge than to understand that explanation <laughs> And it comes a mere second to my fantastic most Taylor Swift songs guessed correctly in 30 seconds. Uh, so lame. No, I've got, uh, sorry, Mark, tell us about it. Which, by the way, the Swifties hate you for. Oh, I know. No, I'm, I'm still getting to, uh, like death threats and um, challenges from like Swifties in all over in the Philippines. Like, I wake up every morning when I'm asleep to bloody loads. Mark, tell us about the argument. Okay, so the idea for a book of record began in the early 50s when Sir Hugh Beaver, that's his actual name, Sir Hugh Beaver, uh, who We've is lost the- Connor, I reckon. He's, reckon, he's gone. He's, he's loving We've us. lost Connor with, uh, with old stuff, but also the name Beaver. Sir Hugh Beaver. So he was the big boss of the Guinness Brewery. Uh, and they attended a shooting party. There, he and his hosts argued about the fastest game bird in Europe. They tried to look it up, and they couldn't find it in any reference book anywhere. And that is where the idea for a book of records began. So Guinness created it. It started as as a promotion for Guinness beer based on the premise of its settled pub arguments. So it's essentially an, an early equivalent of Baffled. It just gave people random facts so they could use them in a pub. Uh, And it was called the Guinness Book of Records originally with the brewery logo on the front page. 1955 was the first issue. Wow. That is research, by the way, Connor. That is what we're talking about research. I'm always amazed at uh, these Renaissance men who, who invent so much. Like this guy, this guy is really high up in in Guinness, in in the brewery. He was the MD of the Guinness brewery. Sir Hugh Beaver. And and the, he's gone from doing that. He didn't invent Guinness, but he's gone from doing that to then making the Guinness Book of World Records. I had no clue they were actually connected. I thought it was a coincidence. No, it was it started as a promotion for the Guinness Brewery, and the logo was right there on the front page. Wow, clever! And now look and, at that, it. And, and that is your tie-in. I've always been like you, Dan. I've wondered where the tie-in is. The tie-in is because uh, it was settling pub arguments. Therefore, it was a fitting promotion for. Guinness, which is also where are we in the book? The guy uh, I am in the book, right next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I've got it on my shelf. Of course you have. I mean, sure, I'm not in the photo that's with it, sure but my name's meant my name's mentioned. So you're sure you know, in the photo. Yes, the more important <laughs> person is in the photo, oh. and then I'm just I'm just name checked. Sure, I did all the work, but you know, whatever. Not bitter about it. That's the important thing. Not bitter at all. But it's fine. It's fine, you- Sean. You just stand there with your arms open and your eyes closed. I'll chuck the things in and do the hard work. But you get the photo in the book next to the the Rock and Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm fine with it, guys. Absolutely fine with it well i love this i love the fact that we're talking about guinness world records as well anyone who's listening to this if you hold a guinness world record please leave it in the reviews i would actually love to hear about people's guinness world and records. there we are it took 43 minutes and 30 seconds but that is connor's first plug for a message this this podcast yeah if you fancy it oh, please my, slide uh, into my dms slide into my dms is at connor x night on instagram yeah cheers <clears throat> no call it by its proper name it's at connor night that, that 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 that's an X for the for the cheapest out there, isn't it? Night. I also love this is and this is one of the things I've noticed as I as I edit this podcast more than when we're actually in it is the Connor Knight sniff. So yeah. Connor will be like, yeah, 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 
Like it'll just end it with a sniff as if like to punctuate the point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like the audible version of an exclamation mark. It's a geezer just, stop. Yeah, hit me up on Instagram. Right, third final one. The one that you've been waiting for. The horny rhino. Oh, come on. Hit me with the majestic horny rhino. In 2017, a Tinder profile was created for Sudan, who, is the, who was the last male northern white rhino, describing him as the most eligible bachelor in the world. Connor, you're a man of the Tinder. Um, did you ever come across, stop that, did you ever come across a, a northern white rhino on there? No. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't come across um, the, 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 the rhino. If I would, that we would have got super light to tell you that now. <laughs> is that, is that, I've never been on it. Is that like a big swipe? What is that? Of course you haven't been on it because you've been in love for a lot of years now. But if you ever fancy having a little, you know, you know, escape for a week and have a little look at what else is out there, then, uh, then go on to Tinder. Just weigh up your options. <laughs> and uh, there you'll, you'll learn that there is a super like option. You buy the super likes. And you are able to super like the fitties. Uh, is that where all your money went? Yeah, I've done a solid 30 quid when I was first, first dumped. <laughs> but, um, 30 quid. Christmas yeah, day. Christmas day it was. He got that Christmas money in from his nan. You just super like the, the super likes. Yeah, it's, 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 quite, it's quite a nice little uh, moment. You know, you sort of, you know, you look and you swipe, you swipe him white, you know, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. These, you know, they're fit, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to one, you're like, Yes. She is super. And then you swipe up and she gets a super like, and then she gets notified that she's been super liked. And then if she sees you and she's like, yeah, he's a bit of me as well. Then she knows that you're well into her because you've super liked her. Did that reap any rewards? No, not. not So so it's the digital equivalent of being really super over keen in a bar. Yes. It's the, yeah, it's it's literally that. I, I think we're getting off the point here that there was a majestic horny rhino on Tinder. Yeah, because I'm not surprised. People make fake accounts. This is no, a, it was actually not a good made, fact. But it was actually made for him by the zoo. Yeah, no. I want to know how a rhino swipes because I'll be honest. I'm imagining a lot of broken phones because because that is a heavy hoof. <laughs> what animal would you like to be on Tinder? I'll probably be a lion. What if you, a, if, if you could swipe? Because I'm, I'm aggressive. If you could swipe, you would like to to find a lion. Oh no! If I was swiping and I was to find, uh, do you know what? Do you know what I would like to find? I'd like to find the female fish in Shark Tale. Isn't that the Christina one with Aguilera? the pink lips? Is that Christina Aguilera? Yeah, I always found that fish kind of kind of sexy in a weird way. And you were literally laughing at me barely seconds ago about the butterfly thing, and you fancy anthropomorphized fish from movies. <laughs> No, it's just I, finding Nemo's. I remember watching. I remember watching Shark Tale, and the the, the, the she was like oh, the you mean about seven as well. Yeah, the the mean oh, girl in man. it, and I remember looking, thinking, if that was a human being version of that fish. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think there's a lot of people out there who will have these same sort of weird crushes. Not no, on, I mean, it's not, not a weird not crush, fish. not on fish. No, it's not a weird. <laughs> not it's not fish. like I think I think crush. I didn't like dream about it. I just sort of thought, you know, that's a pretty sexy animation. Mm, okay, what was it? It was the, the hip movement. Was it was the hip movement. The way she swam. I think this is a lot more normal than Dan. You saying that you yeah, want a boink about thank a Thank you. I'm so happy, Mark. Thank you, mate. You are a good well, friend. Well, at least I. No, 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 there is no explanation. You once we was talking about whether you was on top or on pretty. bottom of a butterfly. I find them quite pretty. They're pretty creatures. No, yeah, I, not, I appreciate it's not, it's not like, that. It's not like you having weird stirrings 
in in yourself when you're seven years old watching Shark Tale with your mum? Listen, if you're uh, listening to this right now and you want to get involved, then do Number leave. <laughs> Connor, we'll have some, Connor, we'll have some tea later. What do you want to watch tonight? Shark Tale, please, mum. Shark Tale, please, mum. We did watch that last night, this morning, and you watched it again after lunch. Shark Tale, please. Shark Tale. And that is it for this week's Baffled. It has been a busy one. We have learned that, what, Switzerland have an awful army, apparently. Also, there's simply no pettiness like BA pettiness. And also, nice and easy, Connor fancies a fish. If you've got any facts that you want to let us know for next week, get in touch. Uh, slide into our DMs with some thoroughly fact-checked ones. Uh, you can find all of our handles uh, for Insta uh, in the episode notes below. Also, please do leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts if that's how you're listening. Uh, we'd love to see five stars. We always need more of those. Say thank you. Go and do that. And we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. And reminding you, fact-check your suggestions. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Connor. Goodbye who is off to go and watch Shark Tale again. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.